And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Greenlight Reviews is back. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we are going to discuss a film called Frost slash Nixon. Uh-huh. It is directed by Ron Howard, written by Peter Morgan from his own play, starring a lot of very good actors, and I will start from the bottom. Okay. Patty McCormick, Toby Jones, Rebecca Hall, Oliver Platt, Matthew McFadden, Kevin Bacon, Sam Rockwell, and in the title character roles, Michael Sheen as British talk show host David Frost and Frank Langella as former president Richard Milhouse Nixon. Mm -hmm. What a film this is. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was riveting, extraordinary, interesting, intriguing. I'd seen the Broadway show with Frank Langella and Mr. Sheen, and I must say, I think that the film version is superior. Usually, I wouldn't say that because there's something so great about live yep. theater. But the way it was staged less, the two actors were too upstage from the audience, and you really couldn't see the inner turmoil that Langella's character, Nixon, was going through. And the movie with the close-ups that Ron Howard gave to both characters, you could see the angst, the fears of both of these main characters. It was terrific. Well, you know, David Frost was known as a very lightweight talk show host. Oh, he was a gadabout. Very, very much so. Richard Nixon, of course, had been forced to resign three years earlier. He was kind of hiding out in San Clemente, Uh California, in this gorgeous home. And David Frost decided that he desperately wanted to interview him. And there's a big deal of negotiation because... Nixon needed the money. He wanted a lot of money to be on this show. It wound up coming mostly out of David Frost's personal pocket. Exactly. No wonder he was worried sick. Absolutely. You know, these two men are equal stars of this film, not only because of its title. It's about both these men and what they went through and their fears and their disappointments and their triumphs. Well, they both had a lot at stake. I mean, let's be honest, their lives were on the line here. David Frost wanted to up his image from being kind of this playboy talk show host without a lot of merit. And he had mortgaged himself to the hilt in order to come up with the 600 grand that it was going to cost him to get Dick Nixon to come up from San Clemente and do these television interviews. And of course, Nixon, being disgraced, was desperate to set the record straight as he saw it, set the record straight with the American people. Those of you who are old enough to remember Nixon, the real Nixon, when you watch Frank Langella playing Nixon, within two minutes, you forget it's Frank Langella. It was an astonishing performance. He got the posture. He got the way he held his Mm -hmm. hands, held his shoulders. He got his voice perfectly. He got the intensity with which Richard Nixon always spoke, no matter what he was talking about. And the chess game between these two guys trying to shake one another up is amusing, it's amazing, and it's so much fun to watch. I agree with you, Les. I think that, of course, the lion's share of the praise goes to Franklin Langella because it's the showcase role. There's no question about that. Sure. But I do think that Michael Sheen really captured that kind of glib, arrogant smug host that David Frost was known to be. And as the movie 
progresses, you begin to see the layers peel back on his character, and we see that he's fearful. He's terrified that he won't be up to the task. And for the first three hours of the interviews that they went through, David Frost was not winning these interviews. He was losing, if you want to call it a debate. I would say he was way, way on the losing side. He was definitely on the losing side because he was perceived to be throwing softballs for Nixon to hit. And Nixon, whether you liked him or whether you didn't like him, he was one of the most intelligent, brilliant, fascinating guys to ever sit in the White House and to watch him take over those interviews when he knew everybody in the world hated him and they weren't going to hate him when he finished. I was not a big Nixon admirer back in the real day, but watching this film Mm -hmm. and watching the layers that Frank Langella brought before the camera, I'm much more appreciative of a lot of things about Nixon than I ever was before, despite the fact that he is very destroyed at the end of this movie. I think we can honestly say that Nixon had a streak of madness in there. I don't mean anger. I mean true madness. Oh, yeah. And I think that this is apparent in this film. I think that Langella lets you see that, but does it very subtly. The duel between the two fine actors, Langella and Sheen, will have you glued to the screen, riveted to your seats. This is really first-class work all the way around. Absolutely. Frank Langella gives one of the great performances of all time. Ron Howard, great job of directing. It was so much more than sitting two guys there and having them talk to each other. He found so many interesting things to add to this film. And I wanted also to mention the performance of Rebecca Hall as David Frost's girlfriend. Society girlfriend. (laughs) Definitely. She is dynamite in this, and she and Oliver Platt and definitely Sam Rockwell were tremendous support for the two stars. And Kevin Bacon, too, was always sturdy and dependable as a Nixon point man in this film. Anyway, because of its top-notch writing, directing, and acting less, Frost Nixon gets... A green light from me. Maybe I should give it two green lights, one for Frost and one for Nixon. I'm right with you there. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. So, of course, I'm joining you in giving it a green light, two green lights for Frost, Nixon. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com. 